Welcome to Pod Me If You Can, I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And if you're listening to this podcast, it means that the competition from the last podcast is over, and uh, we have contacted people, or we will in the near future, contacted people to win the two DVDs for Prey that we were giving away. I'd like to do more DVD giveaways in the future, Lloyd. Yeah, it's an excellent idea. Congratulations to all the people who won, by the way. Yeah, both of you, whoever you are. um, (laughs) We will have contacted you when this podcast comes out. So the topic of this one um, is superhero movies. And we've seen a lot of great superhero movies. Avengers made a billion dollars. But um, we want to talk about the worst superhero in the worst superhero movie. Uh, Lloyd, honestly, you posted this question to people on Reddit. How did you find uh, Reddit? Let's talk about the site first of all. Well, Reddit was recommended to me by a friend. I was just trying to circulate some of my films through the internet, you know, via Twitter or Facebook. And Reddit was highly recommended from a friend who's a comic book artist. Shout out to Patrick Thompson, who's in New York studying comic books <laughs> um, how to draw and everything he's doing really well and he's I, not just studying comic books themselves he's no, actually drawing he's actually drawing and his art has improved immensely i think he's at the same school frank miller went to um okay anyway with reddit uh it's a like a social media website kind of but it's really a culture in of its own it's some people regard it as the face of the internet like they go there literally and just check out the front page and it's it's got its own community if you go to reddit via the website it's very hard to look at like it's you know just the way it's laid out and everything it's very particular but its sense of humor its sharpness how quick it gets news and everything like that i think it's going to replace um a lot of the social media it just needs to grow more um it's got a very particular sense of humor though like uh a lot of the memes you see uh, that's on Twitter or Facebook usually stems from Reddit and it's been po- like it's an old post on Reddit that has eventually filtered to Facebook um, but I really don't know how to define Reddit other than it's like a social media but it's really of its own sort of continent if I could say that <laughs> and it's a good thing to be featured on the front page of Reddit isn't it's it? it's very difficult to be featured on the front page of Reddit yes um a lot of people clamor towards that like as a high goal and there's all this it's got its own uh they call it reticate so its own etiquette and how you should post things so you can't really just join reddit and start posting things you really have to you know a lot of social plumbing and social engineering is required in that community like you really got to comment on other people's posts you really got to filter through you know what i mean you got to earn your sort of way up there i've been on it about a year and a half now and i'm really liking it you know it's a fantastic place like again the sense of humor is really particular yeah cool um so posting the question on reddit uh the question was worst superhero in a movie so we're going for film version adaptations of superheroes basically i mean not everyone will be adapted from something exactly um we're not gonna do parodies so um superhero movie for example like, what's the name of the film superhero movie yeah, it's like meet a, the not another was kind of like yeah. that as well yeah yeah superhero movie was the version of meet the spartans that was all about superheroes yes you know sort of straight to dvd looking kind of movie um there's a lot of films like super which we actually reviewed on pod me if you can and, and kick ass and stuff that uh superheroes you know without powers yes that all seem to be pretty good don't they i mean just look at Batman, you know, no powers, and yeah, he's he's come off golden on exactly. film, hasn't he? Yeah, and they're still considered super, I guess. <laughs> 
well, yeah, he's, he's a superhero because he's saving the world because he's, you know, doing good. We're not looking at villains. I'm sure there are a ton of worst villains out there, Definitely. but we can maybe do that on a future podcast. <laughs> um, I should point out there might be spoilers on this podcast, so just a heads up. If you haven't seen these films, we might be spoiling them. Uh, if you hear the name of the film first, feel free to stop and watch that film first, uh, unless you don't mind. Uh, Lloyd, let's talk. Before we put up the Reddit post, did you have any kind of films in mind? That's a really good question. Like the one big one that comes to mind uh, right away is Catwoman, which I only sat through for fifteen minutes of. Like I really <laughs> like Halle Berry; she's a very beautiful woman. But and she came off an Academy Award as well. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, cool, a Catwoman film. And um, if you look at Frank Miller, um, original comic book, uh, Born Again, Catwoman is actually an African American woman. Um, so okay. I, was, I was like, cool, like sort of coming back to that, and it was, oh, it was so bad <laughs> yeah it was awful um and the other one was daredevil that comes to mind okay. yeah cool um i was sort of trying to think back to the shadow with alec baldwin and and spawn and the phantom oh, all three of those th- movies i didn't mind <laughs> yeah and i was thinking i couldn't really remember spawn very well yeah um, it wasn't so too I- bad it wasn't too bad they, it was cast really well it was just uh, and it looked good it looked fantastic We'll have to see how we go on this. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll be saying the people from um, Reddit as well, their handles. Uh, the first one is cool, 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 two zero zero nine three one, and he says steal the superhero that Shaq played, and it's got and the most uh, upvotes with thirty five. <laughs> yes, and uh, if you haven't heard of this, I believe Lloyd, correct me if I'm wrong, because you have seen it a long time um, ago. That's correct. Yeah, uh, John Henry Irons who is played by Shaq, the basketballer. Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Yeah, is a weapons designer for the United States military. (laughs) When when his project to create weapons that harmlessly neutralize soldiers is eradicated, he resigns in disgust. (laughs) Then he takes on criminal gangs, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, during the early to mid to late 90s, was a very popular icon. Uh, probably as popular as Michael Jordan during his prime, and he made a lot of uh, franchises um, from clothing to uh, music videos. He was in music. He did a lot of rap songs as well. He did do a lot of raps. Yeah, and he eventually got his way into the movies, and the most popular one, I think, was Kazam. Uh, he, he started out with Blue Chips. I was one of those guys who waited in line for a long time to see that movie. And it <laughs> I've turned, seen Blue Chips, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turned out to be a heavy drama. <laughs> Not yeah. an action movie we're all expecting. And then, um, yeah, eventually Steel and Kazam came out, which were very... I think they were big hits, but they just... They were terrible movies. <laughs> oh, and there were video games called Shaq Fu as well. Um, yeah, one of the guys... Uh, what's his name? Uh, L- a child of the atom on reddit said steel featuring shack is so painful i'd rather see a shack fu film adaptation <laughs> did you uh, ever play shack fu no i've uh, i think i've seen the game it was on super nintendo from memory and it's they just use a basic fighting engine like sort of like yep. Mortal combat and change the skins of it they actually made one on full house a fighting game of the characters from the comedy hit tv sitcom full house I really? am not lying. <laughs> what, do they fight each other? Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, I, I, have, I have played Shaq Fu. I think that'd be a really weird and interesting little movie. Um, no one would watch it. <laughs> yeah. 
the character I liked most for those of you who have played Shaq Fu, I think his name was Memphis, and he was like a, a green guy with like um, draped in like a coat, and he would sort of throw dust. And this kind of um, one of his moves was sort of throwing dust, turning and throwing dust and stuff. <laughs> and he could um, he could shoot like a a dragon, um, you know, like Ryu in uh, Street Fighter can shoot like balls of energy. Yes. He would put his hands together and fire like a dragon. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, which would sort of go across the screen and you can avoid if you're quick. Do you only play as Shaq or can you choose other characters? No, well? no, you can play as lots. There's a main story mode, though, where yeah. you have to be Shaq yes. and fight all the other characters. But then there's like a tournament kind of mode, you know, where you sort of fight as whoever and you fight through everybody. I keep thinking Shaq was in uh, Space Jam for some reason, but I don't think he no, was. Michael Jordan. Yeah, um, yeah, but I thought he was... He wasn't one of the other guys either. They were like Patrick Ewing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Muggsy Bogues, I think. Yeah. I can't remember exactly who everyone was, but I don't believe Shaq was in it. Charles Barkley was in it. I think maybe that's what you're thinking. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. No, no, Shaq's far too good for that. He's doing <laughs> was doing things like, uh, what was it, Scary Movie? He was in one of them? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steel... 1997 has 2.7 on IMDb's. That's kind of saying something. I haven't seen it, Lloyd. I but, uh, seen, you... It's been a long time since I've seen it. I think I caught it when I was on TV. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember um, Steel. And it's really bad. He wears, like, this metal costume that he made himself, and he carries this big hammer around, and he just beats all these gangsters. It looks like a made-for-TV movie. Like, looks really cheap, but it, it, it's really bad. It's it, It'll probably have to take it as, number one, the worst superhero movie <laughs> Okay, we'll see how we go, Lloyd. We've got quite a few terrible films. I don't want to call a winner yet. Um, Lord Perth Airlines says uh, Electra. Just says Electra. I I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? I have, yeah. I saw saw it on DVD. It's uh, 4.8 on IMDb at the moment. And, I mean, if you watch any of the promotional stuff, like the trailer, it makes a big deal about the fact that Jennifer Garner kisses another girl. Okay, um, yeah. There's this villain who she's got like poison lips, and when she kisses um, Electra, basically she poisons her, and you see her face start to get these like veins across it and stuff. Look, it's it's very wooden. It's just Jennifer Garner dressed as a superhero most of the time. You know, it's like uh, a terrible Alias episode. You know, um, Roger Ebert actually called it a muddle in search of rational of a rationalization. So like uh, <laughs> talked about how terrible it was. It's it's a spin-off that never needed to be made, you know? Yeah, it's just very forgettable. It's from the Daredevil world, and Daredevil yeah. uh, is really beloved by its fans. Like, uh, I've actually read its top um, storyline called uh, Born Again, where he fights Kingpin. Um, and yep. Elektra is, as you say, a spin-off from that franchise, and she's really loved... Apparently, she's a really awesome character. I thought Daredevil's a great character. I thought that movie was pretty bad as well, and it's disappointing to hear Elektra just turned out that bad i think um ben affleck is going out with the main star of electra i believe you'll find they're married with kids oh okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) so it must be a curse (laughs) well i think they they met on daredevil and that but then i think geely was after that he dated jennifer lopez and so jennifer garner was i mean you know ben affleck's personal life is out there if people want to find it (laughs) but um Look, it's uh, Daredevil had a lot of wire work, you know, a lot of sort of ridiculous kind of throwing him around stunts, yes. you know. Um, I've always had a bit of a problem with the the Daredevil 
like how he has powers and he's blind and stuff. I mean, I think it doesn't translate as well into a film. Yeah, I was about to say that maybe it just doesn't work to film. I think a good director could do it if they didn't go so superhero-ish and went more for a noir style, kind of like what Rodriguez did with Sin City. Again, another Frank Miller storyline. Frank Miller, by the way, wrote the main storyline for Daredevil called Born Again. Um, so mm. it could work, but you're absolutely right. It is a it is a very particular um, superhero ability that he's got, where he's blind and he can hear things. So it, it's a very interesting dynamic. They had very good actors for um, Daredevil, like uh, Colin Farrell, who I rate as a pretty good actor. Um, he played the main villain, Bullseye, and Bullseye. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't think he was very good in that film. <laughs> he um he must be what people are going to for it because when you go to IMDb. It says, people who like Daredevil also liked SWAT, which is a Colin Farrell LL Cool J film. I feel like uh, Daredevil would be really good in like a team-up movie, you know, Hulk and Daredevil or Wolverine and Daredevil, you know, where you don't have to explain Daredevil, Mm. but he's there as like a companion kind of thing. You know, it's not his movie. It's um, more of an ensemble piece, but yeah, I think Daredevil and Wolverine had some comics together, so... Maybe and Spider Man as well and Daredevil featured so yeah Wolverine is another bad one as well like uh, the movie um, itself not the X Men series especially X Men Two he was fantastic but in particular the Wolverine movie that they made was so awful I I struggled to sit through that and a lot of fans are very disappointed with that movie as well I think they're redoing the whole thing like forgetting no they they're doing one called the Wolverine it just takes place afterwards oh so it is a sequel. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought I thought it was going to be a whole reboot. It's a thing. it's a sequel to the Wolverine Origins film. Yes, that's which, what I mean. Yeah, which I think is a bad film, right? Yeah. But um, I think as a superhero in that film, like Hugh Jackman still plays Wolverine very well. I think he's still one hundred percent correct. Yes, the same. He's the same um, Wolverine, yeah. you know, same character, but it's like just not a very good film. Yes, you're right. Yeah, so he's still a good superhero. Yeah. Like, he's been uh, translated well, because Wolverine, I mean, when you see him in comic books in the yellow and blue, you know, he looks very cartoony. And, yeah, it wouldn't work you know, well in a movie, yeah. And there's that line in the first X-Men where he says, um, you know, what would you prefer, yellow spandex or something? <laughs> you know, and they nod to the um, how he looks in the comic books. But I think they've converted... Hugh Jackman really well into Wolverine it's just that and he gets crazy buff for the roles you know it's just that Wolverine's not supposed to age so in about 10 to 15 years I think Hugh Jackman's going to be looking like uh, you know more more middle aged than he is they could CGI him down they could I mean they did a little CGI on uh, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in the the third X-Men movie The Last Stand and that looked okay. I suppose technology's probably gotten better since then. Yeah. They also did Jeff Bridges, I guess, in um, Tron 2. Tron. Tron Legacy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see how we go, what we get in the future. At the end of this podcast, I should just mention, we'll talk a little bit about upcoming superhero films and what we think will work. Sure. But uh, Sancho Sailor, 22. No, no, not 22. 22 points, sorry. <laughs> um, mentions Catwoman. The Catwoman suit Barry wore plus the movie and the writing sucked. <laughs> you sat through 15 minutes, Lloyd. Uh, yeah, the- I made it 15, 20 minutes. I can't, I can barely remember what was the last scene I saw. Somewhere she's breaking into a house and there's some girl with cream that makes her invincible or something. I don't know. That's where I pulled <laughs> okay, out. Okay, well, 
I've seen the film, Lloyd. Uh, she won the Oscar, as you say, for Monsters Ball, and then the next year she got a Razzie, and she went and accepted the Razzie while holding her Oscar, uh, which is good sportsmanship, I guess. <laughs> she's one of the, she's one of the few people who's accepted a Razzie, I believe. Yeah. So um, she's famous for that, at least. Um, look, I saw it at the movies because uh, at the time I was working at the cinema and I got free tickets. So um, I thought, what the hey, let's check it out. The suit is terrible. <laughs> I will say that. The ears are dumb. I mean, just like big, pointy up high ears. Just, yeah. The Catwoman story. I mean, I like in the comic books how she is like a thief who just seems like she has nine lives, yeah. you know. Um, this, like way she is sort of surrounded by cats and then reincarnated they really sort of play on that in Catwoman she's all like dying was the best thing that ever happened to me and stuff like I don't like the whole reincarnation sort of story I mean if you look at Anne Hathaway in The Dark Knight Rises she doesn't have to die no none, none to be of reborn there. as Catwoman uh, you know it's not necessary is it I thought well Catwoman was one of the best characters from Batman Returns and I thought Michelle Pfeiffer did a fantastic job very comic book style very aggressive very insane um and it and it's just disappointing that you have your own movie on catwoman and you got halle berry who's actually a very good actress and yeah they just managed to screw that up but yeah the, as you said with batman um the dark knight rises um yep. she did a, gr- a great job as well yeah and i think um i believe the villain in catwoman with halle berry is sharon stone who she has like an evil makeup thing going on and she puts on this makeup which makes her skin like super tough. Yeah. And like uh, Halle Berry goes to punch her and like hurts her hand and stuff like that. Right. And it's this real like vanity storyline, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, Sharon Stone at the end, she gets like a cut on her face or something and sees a reflection of herself. And so she falls to her death. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty dumb. Like <laughs> you can sort of see how this... The film Catwoman is just crappy. And as well, they gave her superpowers. Catwoman has superpowers? Yeah, she's got this, like, ridiculous kind of ability to flip and twirl and, like, uh, is super limber and stuff. Oh, she's got agility, I guess. Yeah, like, has a massive amount of agility, which I feel like makes her... Well, somebody commented um, that it makes her seem, like, better than Batman in some bits. Sure. She's got, like, a better natural ability or something in Catwoman, which people really did not respond to. <laughs> I found a, uh, a quote from uh, comicbookmovie.com. Yep. They did a little uh, worst superhero section where they talked about Catwoman. And this is the quote I have for you. Cool. Mind-blowingly, life-alteringly, nonsensical, poorly acted, horribly edited, non-plotted, with the worst superhero costume in the cin- history of cinema. Absolute silver screen vomit. <laughs> this is how Halle Berry went from winning the Oscar to starring in WWE films with David Otunga. Pardon me, I have to go gouge out my eyeballs for remembering <laughs> this film exists. <laughs> Does it say he so, wrote that? Uh, I don't have the guy's name. It sure. just It's a from comicbookmovie.com, sure. so you guys can find it there if you want. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think they made Catwoman their worst one. It's pretty bad. I think uh, she's she's heaps sassy, Halle Berry. She plays Catwoman really sassy and yeah. and uh, it's like super sexual and confident and stuff. But it it just really doesn't work. It seems really, I don't know, hammy and dumb. Yeah. 
No, from what I saw, I was, I was really disappointed. And it looked like a made-for-TV movie, kind of like Steel, I guess. Is that what you remember? Or do you, do you remember it having a decent budget, like it looked like an actual movie? It's It's got a decent budget. It's sure. just it's got a lot of CG and stuff, I think, yeah. when she's sort of floating around in the air and, you know, she's whipping a whip around. It's mm. very dominatrixy as well. and Yeah. It's got a very target audience, maybe, that one. Yeah. Did not work I for think the this comic is an example because Catwoman's an interesting character, but the movie is so bad, um, like it makes the hero look bad as well. Like, and Halle Berry yeah. had a bad character, like it was a bad direction they took it in as well. So I guess you can say it was a very bad superhero. Yeah. Um, a L my monster. <laughs> Almy I don't know. Monster. <laughs> Almy monster. Do maybe. You think? Yeah wrote uh, anyone seen condor man which is a 5.2 film on imdb it's it's from 1981 and uh neither of us have seen it have we lloyd no i haven't seen condor man uh really interesting i was i thought i'd seen them all yeah cartoonist woody becomes the superhero he draws using his gadgets to help a soviet spy defect to the west and as always on imdb they point out if fans of this film would like another film People who like this also like Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> they must have been looking worst films ever made. <laughs> Maybe. Everyone who goes to Condor Man has already gone to Jingle All the Way. <laughs> so we haven't seen Condor Man, but no. if you guys have seen it and you think it's the worst film ever, you can hit us up on our Facebook page. Um, my super ex-girlfriend got a mention. Um, Lil... Or JJ Moffat, sure. it is said uh, Uma Thurman in My Super Ex-Girlfriend as the worst superhero on film. And I feel like this falls into like a comedy parody kind of... Um, yeah, kind of. Um, section? Yeah. Cause it's not I haven't seen the film, but was it as serious as, say, Hancock? No, it wasn't, was it? It was like a rom-com, but the Switch No, was, rom-com. Yes, yeah, it was. Switch um, was she was a superhero, yeah. It uh, doesn't take itself too seriously, like Luke Wilson, the comedic actor's the leading man, Anna Faris is in it, she's in all the scary movie ones. I feel like it's um, it's a parody, it's kind of a, you know, it doesn't take itself seriously, falls into comedy, and it's like that montage of people in uh, The Mystery Men, you know that film, the Ben Stiller one? I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a good film, um, but there are like terrible superheroes with terrible powers, but because it's a comedy, you know, that montage of them all trying out to be on Mystery Men? Yeah. You know, like because of that. Oh, that's you know right. And somebody did comment, uh, put that on there. Pretty sure this has to be the worst of these guys. And he's put up a link from the um, from that scene you're, you're talking about um, from Mystery Bed, where he goes, "I'm the waffler." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's exactly. a great scene. We got to put a link on that on our Facebook or something. <laughs> it's a great scene. I um. I've got one from while we're on the topic of Hancock. Yeah. Uh, Ayala says uh will smith in hancock so hancock i guess oh really how many points did that get uh 79 oh points okay yeah but i've checked this a few days ago um 6.5 out of 10 hancock you've seen the film peter berg i believe was the director yes um he's actually a very talented uh filmmaker he did battleship as well Wow. <laughs> no, hit, him where, hit him while he's down. <laughs> no, he, he's actually very talented. Um, I'm trying to think. I think he did uh, Friday Night Lights on the football, the college football. Yeah. Um, he, he also has a cameo in uh, Entourage. Sure. No. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's really good. He's done a lot of documentaries as well. 
Yeah, so what did you think of Hancock as the worst superhero? I, do, I disagree with that. I think um, Steel would be like a really bad far one. Far worse. Yeah, far <laughs> worse. I think uh, Will Smith is a very, very fine actor. I wasn't a fan of Hancock. Um, yeah. uh, um, I thought it just went too big and too crazy at the end. Like the family he just so happened to meet, just so happened to have a wife that just so happened to be his long lost lover or something. I don't know, lost Oh, me. but the... The point there was that, like, Charlie's Theron and him both, spoilers for Hancock, um, both of them have superpowers and both of them are, like, lovers who've been together a long time and they're drawn to one another. Oh, I see. I, I think he he suffered some kind of injury or something which made him not remember that yeah. or get amnesia and so then he was just sort of drunkenly doing whatever he wanted and just kind of, you know, not really caring, didn't really want to sure. be a superhero, just did his own thing. But he didn't realise that, um, you know, he was with Charlize Theron, who what, what married Jason that- Bateman. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I think they were married. I'm not sure. Well, it's interesting with that film, the size of it, how it just gets bigger and bigger, sort of like what we were talking about with Chronicles, how it starts off like a small found footage type movie. And as we get to the last finale, like the big battle scene, it's so epic, like it takes on a whole city. And same with Hancock, it just grows so epic with the special effects and everything. That's what really surprised me about it and sort of turned me off. In, in a kind of way but I thought it was well done the movie like it looked good and Will Smith was a good actor and yeah so I can't say it's a bad one <laughs> I can't I can't say it's the worst yeah, I think we no. can both agree Hancock yeah. is not the worst yeah, no, it's, definitely. it's got a mention as uh, not a great one but yeah. honestly I, I didn't hate the film I have heard a lot of hate for it and heard people not enjoy it but I thought by 2008 right I mean so many superhero films had been done it was almost trying to be a fresh take yes. you know with like a drunk superhero kind of thing yep but it's hard for that to be the worst when two gun salute points out george clooney batman alicia silverstone batgirl <laughs> spider-man 3's spider-man brandon Routh superman and mr fantastic gives us plenty to choose from there well, mr fantastic from fantastic four that's right the okay, guy can sure. stretch yes yeah and then look fantastic four is a movie made for kids so everybody is very cartoony everybody is pg rated yeah that's nothing really yeah nothing really happens in that film that a child couldn't sort of enjoy i mean the thing is very comical just michael walking punchline and uh chris evans thankfully saved himself by becoming captain america and never had to do uh (laughs) fantastic four (laughs) three yeah look um fantastic four i think is for kids so i mean it's hitting its audience. They're all doing that for kids. They're not great. That's a terrible film. And it's being remade, Lloyd. They're, what, rebooting the whole thing? Yeah, Fantastic Four You're with kidding. four new people. Wow. No, no, they got, think they're going to make it for adults. So. Wow. I, I actually yeah. only watched that because of Jessica Alba. And that movie sure, I was, think everybody did. Yeah, that movie was <laughs> terrible. Uh, that's what killed comic book movies for me. I thought, oh, well, if this is the direction they're going to go... Um, with these movies, but then uh, I think it was the Avengers that I saw with you, and I was like, "Wow, okay, mm. well, here we go, we're back. Marvel is back." Uh, Spider Man, th- 
I can't agree with the Spider-Mans or the George Clooney because, yeah, there were bad movies, but I think the superheroes were pretty good. There was, it, mind you, it was a very bad take on the superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Look, George Clooney, Joel Schumacher, I think, has apologized for Batman. I don't think he <laughs> has. Batman I think it's George Robin. Clooney that has apologized for it because he's actually gone out and said, I've killed Batman, but I don't think Joel Schumacher ever admitted to it being bad. Uh, I swear I've seen a YouTube video of it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he apologized to fans for, <laughs> for it. But um, look, I think the film is awful, but Batman as a character, I mean, his worst portrayal is Batman and Robin. Yes, I completely agree. With the Bat card, that was one of the yep. worst scenes I have ever seen in any movie ever made. That's all right. I, I'd never leave home without it or something like that. Yep. I, just, I just couldn't believe how bad that got. <laughs> And um, Alicia Silverstone, though, in, as Batgirl in that film, I yeah. think is far worse than George Clooney as Batman. <laughs> I never minded Alicia Silverstone from um, that famous movie she did in the 90s. Clueless? Clueless, one of the most influential films. Like, it influenced the whole entire generation to speak like that, you know what I mean? Like, it invented a whole vocabulary, kind of like yeah. what Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure did or Ninja Turtles did for those sort of retro... I don't want to say retro generation, the skateboard oh, generation. Look, Juno as well. I mean, uh, Diablo Cody invented her own language in her films yes. and it's sort of... It's very through, unique yeah. when something like that happens. Yeah, yeah it's very much the case of um, life imitating art. Uh, Orson Welles talks a lot about that when he met the gangsters. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't think of the name. Like, I don't want to say Capone, but those sort of gangsters when he met them yeah. because they all wanted him to make a movie on them. And Orson Welles, by the way, never liked any of those gangsters at all. But he said they they were emulating all the movies. Like, they talked just like them. It wasn't a case where the movies were ripping off them. It was a case of them <laughs> talking exactly like they did in the movies. I thought was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, movies are a huge influence on people, and that's a great example. Yes. Um, and there was another quote. Uh, I think Bill Cosby said, The Cosby Show did more for human rights than the human rights movement. Because when that TV series came out... Um, people were like, I wouldn't mind having that African-American family live in my neighborhood. You know, it really, because that film, that TV show was so popular, it really um, allowed black culture or African-American culture into the uh, back then, I guess, dominant middle-class white culture. And same with what uh, Will and Grace is doing with homosexuality. Uh, I think there's well, a... It's definitely finished will and grace but i know what you mean yeah you know um, what i mean like mo modern family's probably doing exactly more for it at the it's, it's helping that community um uh, be more accepted into the into the sort of like the middle class which i think is fantastic like it just shows the power of movies and tv shows i don't know how on earth we got to this topic <laughs> i was just gonna say can you do a bill cosby impersonation no i can't <laughs> Because I can't tell you how many people were doing Bill Cosby impersonations, <laughs> you know, when uh, the Cosby show was on. Yeah. Look, uh, Alicia Silverstone, yep. terrible as Batgirl. I remember at school, everybody wanted to see Excess Baggage because Clueless was a big hit. Yes. Excess Baggage had Benicio Del Toro. She was going to get handcuffed and people were like, oh, it's going to be a great film. And everyone was keen on it. She was a big it girl. And then I remember her coming out in Batman and since then, what has she been doing? What, was Excess Baggage a popular hit, though? Was it a good movie? Oh, look, I'm sure people saw it. I, I did see it at some point, um, but I have very little memory of it. So, <laughs> I um, all I can say is it must have been quite forgettable. Sure. They, uh, they get handcuffed together. 
and I think she falls in love with him. Sure, yeah. No, that she, might be the she's definitely thing. disappeared. <laughs> well, no, she was she was uh, on the news for she fed her child like a bird, you know, chewed up the food in her mouth, and then dropped it into her child's mouth. Oh, right. That's, which people were like that's very find really weird that's very yeah. disgusting she probably read a book and that's actually good for you i don't know <laughs> well but birds do it so i mean <laughs> we'll see what happens yeah. i think she she is a contender for worst superhero in a superhero film i, I think you're right she, i think that was uh, she's awful yeah as batgirl yeah <laughs> and just like the alfred is her you know uncle alfred um and he makes like a suit in her specifications and stuff yeah. I, I find that so weird that he would know her specifications you know just that he could she, has he been he, yeah he's awful. been measuring her when she was asleep <laughs> exactly and um and her being like a computer genius it reminded me of like Denise Richards in um, yeah in the Invisible Car Bond film (laughs) yeah how she's like a nuclear scientist in short shorts I'm a nuclear scientist (laughs) my name's Christmas Christmas Jones (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that's horrible and Spider-Man 3 do you do you agree with that because I I I didn't mind him so much as Spider-Man I thought Spider-Man the original trilogy did what it was supposed to do made a lot of money popularized spider-man to a whole new generation yeah the third one was bad it's the same character though it's the same as batman it's like the worst film of a series you know like as as batman and robin yes i mean most of spider-man is cgi and you've got to admit that the special effects and where they did all the um you know everything around the city and stuff are pretty good yeah i mean he's just it's just more of the same i mean the dr octopus spider-man 2 had tons of really good effects really improved on number one and then three was like uh there was the sandman stuff and And the venom Venom stuff was the most annoying because no one will ever forgive that movie for what it did to venom (laughs) yes and that we can talk about that in like a worst villains podcast if we do one in the future but yeah uh as a hero like spider-man had a bunch of help he had um james franco uh, as well helping him out and stuff and i just feel like um it was more of the same you know like though he was an unlikable spider-man i don't think he's the worst i think even like you say steel is probably worse and i haven't even seen steel it sounds <laughs> awful <laughs> yep next we got uh the cane saw with a k it says ghost rider oh good Nicholas choice cage. very good choice i've heard nothing but awful things about that movie <laughs> And I wanted to see it because it had Ava Mendes in it. And I thought, oh, cool, Mendes, you know, yeah. this will be really interesting. And everyone who saw that movie said, whatever you do, do not watch Ghost Rider. <laughs> I think it was made in Sydney. I think they shot it I in... I think um, it was actually Melbourne. The, yeah. Melbourne, okay. Yeah, Melbourne, yeah. Look, I, I like Nicolas Cage when he's not being too serious. I like him in Con Air. It's the most quotable film I think he's in. You know, Bunny Back in the Box, July 14th national treasure as well strangely i find him endearing in that i think most movies he has weird hair and he's doing a weird kind of accent i, or... I defend him all the time and the movies i always uh, say is uh leaving las vegas kick-ass and of course oh, yeah. adaptation i think they're his best um best roles he's actually a very fine actor he's just been in a lot of terror and wild at heart as well that's one of his best performances ever um got the oscar for leaving las vegas didn't he and i mean he was nominated for adaptation i think adaptation's phenomenal 
Yep, adaptation was great when he's especially when he's singing that song to try to keep his brother awake. Um, mm. Both um, Donald. Yeah, um, uh, both sides of that portrayal are brilliant. How he's awake and he, he smiles one last time as he dies, and then his brother's singing the song like he's trailing off because he's very emotional. It's just beautiful. Um, so mm. I can't say Nicolas Cage is a bad actor. I think he's been in a lot of bad movies, but he's not a bad actor. But is Ghost Rider the worst superhero <laughs> on screen? I, is he a hero? Do you think it, it's it's a fine line, sort of like a bat, uh, a Catwoman. Catwoman in the movies has always been, you know, ambiguous to a uh, loyalty as a hero or as a villain. It's a very yeah. fine line. I think all heroes play a very fine line. Like Batman, effectively, is a guy who beats up people who can't afford or who are either insane or can't afford to feed their families, you know, he's really a vigilante <laughs> going out there beating up criminals. And I'm saying that yeah. with my fingers doing the quotes. Um, <laughs> uh, so with Ghost Rider, it's interesting. He's sort of like Spawn. He's got hell kind of power, um, powers of the dark. He's doing side. the devil's work, isn't he? Exactly. Ghost Rider, he's... Yeah. But uh, he saves the girl and, you know, there's good elements, I guess. But... Um... Yeah, I think it's just a big CGI film, isn't it, Ghost Rider? Yes, yes. Because you don't see Nicolas Cage in a costume. Have you seen the movie? I think I've seen most of it, honestly. I think I may have watched some of it on TV. Sure. And I remember bits and pieces, but I don't think it held my attention. No, I was just warned not to see it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, I guess we're going to leave that one. Yeah. 5.2 on IMDb, Ghost Rider. Wow, okay. People don't love it. <laughs> um, look, this brings us to my pick. I think uh, BDG Epic has it right. Uh, he says Daredevil, and he also says Green Lantern. Oh, I haven't seen Green Lantern. I was in the States when that movie came out, and I remember I was on a tour. Um, and the bus guy said, the guy driving the bus, giving you know the tour, he said, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, Green Lantern has just come out and it's already been greenlit for a sequel because they're very yep. confident the first one's going to be a very big hit." Yeah, it's it's probably the most I don't know criticized comic book film in the last five years. Um, people don't like Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. I mean, this is a guy who also played uh, Deadpool in uh, Wolverine sure. Origins. And there's supposed to be a Deadpool spin-off as well. I've read a lot of comic books with Green Lantern in it. I've never liked Green Lantern. It might have just been those comic books. But he always came off as a really arrogant person. And his power abilities just wasn't to my liking. How he can form stuff from a, you know, from his ring or something. I'm just like, isn't that a bit too ridiculous? <laughs> well, drawn... F- Fallow says um, on Reddit, says, uh, instead of passionate ace flyboy, we get indecisive jokester. This is besides all of the other horrible things about this movie. <laughs> well said. So, I mean, people have said Ryan Reynolds plays a terrible Hal Jordan, that he, uh, you know, I mean, this is a terrible film, first of all. <laughs> There's The villain is a large black cloud, all right, which is like a smoke monster. <laughs> Um, Tim Robbins is basically phoning it in. He's just getting a paycheck. He's in this film. Can you believe? <laughs> um, the frustrating thing is there's so much exposition. Like, they have to explain so much to make the Green Lantern make sense on screen. Yep. The film starts with a voiceover sort of talking about it, you know, and, and he 
gets his ring and you know his lantern and all that and he has so much exposition about how he is now a green lantern and stuff it's frustrating and the thing about the green lantern lloyd you may have read this from your comics but um the worst part i found is like his powers with the ring are fueled by his imagination right yeah so the imagination of this character is really limited and that's what's frustrating is that look there's a scene where he uh invents like a little car track to catch kind of a falling helicopter i think it is i don't know if it's a car or a helicopter but he um he like just builds a little track that's like really long and like unnecessary and there's a scene where he's trying to pull the um black smoke cloud i think it's into the sun at the end of the movie and he imagines some like jet ships to help him pull it and it's still like he's not quite getting there you know he's not got enough strength to do it and I'm just like, just imagine some more ships, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like, but the stuff that he does is frustrating. And I mean, there's a scene where he, he and the love interest, Blake Lively, who Ryan Reynolds just married, um, he makes like a necklace or something for her, which is just going to disappear later, but she finds it really sweet. You know, it's like stuff like that. It's just really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And he just is instantly great at being a green lantern i don't know i think green lantern 2 is just to get to a justice league film you know for dc that's a very good point yep it's um they've got a flash movie in the works as well (laughs) and i mean they've got a new um superman henry cavill is playing and they could easily put somebody else as batman and wonder woman's in the works so look justice league could easily happen yeah sure i don't know it sounds Um, pretty bad man (laughs) They're not yeah. off to a good start. <laughs> it It's not good. I, I'd almost want us to do a Green Lantern podcast if it wasn't so old. <laughs> American IG, IMG, American Image, I guess. Um, his quote on Reddit, Paper Man in Paper Man. I like Ryan Reynolds, but he looked ridiculous. Have you seen Paper Man? I Lloyd? haven't seen Paper Man. No, never heard of it. Well, it's not really a superhero film. He is a superhero in a film, and I think it's worth a mention, a special honourable mention, because we're on Ryan Reynolds. Look, he uh, he's the invisible friend of Jeff Daniels' character, who's like a writer, mm-hmm. and um, it seems super unnecessary in all the scenes Ryan Reynolds is in. It's like an independent film, basically, and uh, you don't want to have Ryan Reynolds, so, uh, sorry, Jeff Daniels sitting there talking to himself, Yeah, you know? You don't want to have a voiceover. So you invent an imaginary friend for him. That seems like the only reason for him to be in this film. Sure. Ryan Reynolds, dressed in like tight lycra as a superhero, called Paper Man, which is the title of the film. And um, look, he basically just has a chat with Jeff Daniels, says like an inspiring catchphrase and like flies away and stuff. And that's about it. How's it he feels a superhero? Like He's just a figment of his imagination. He's dressed as a superhero. Oh, okay. There's no, there's nothing super about him. He's not real. And look, it feels to me like a, a gimmick for the film. Like, if you look at the poster of Paper Man on IMDb or yeah. I'm sure wherever else, it's a picture of Ryan Reynolds dressed as a superhero with Jeff Daniels bursting through the picture right. kind of thing. So it seems like just an excuse to have a superhero-looking film. <laughs> yeah it's an honourable mention he's not a very good superhero in that as well 
Lloyd. Terrible. <laughs> have you seen The Punisher? I haven't seen The Punisher, and I'm, I'm confused about this. There is an original, and I think it's starring Dolph Lundgren, and they've remade Lundgren, it, yeah. and I'm confused here if it's a full movie remake or if it's a short film. Um, I'm not too okay, sure. Okay, I can explain it for yeah. you. Um, first off, Heretic pointed this out. Um, Punisher, I love the character, but every film made about him has been an utter, sh- well, S-word. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I can avoid swearing on this podcast, yeah, no, I will. Definitely. <laughs> Even though we technically are not a clean podcast anymore. Sure. We're just a normal podcast because <laughs> yeah. it's the internet and you can say what you want. Um, look, there was a Dolph Lundgren film. There was a Thomas Jane film. And then the Thomas Jane film, which John Travolta was the villain in. Again, another honorable mention for our special villains podcast. <laughs> Look, uh, Thomas Jane, they did the entire story from uh, Punisher losing his family, becoming the Punisher, and seeking revenge on those who, you know, wronged him. Mm. And then since then, another short film has been made, which um, had uh, the guy from Hellboy, what's his name, Ron Perlman? Yep. Yes, they're looking to maybe bring it back um, again in the future. And I mean, Thomas Jane, I think, is the one we're going to talk about here. He's the guy from Hung. He's... um, Yep. Look, uh, it's not a great portrayal of a superhero. It's it's probably not as bad as Batgirl. It's probably not as bad as Green Lantern. It's probably worth a little mention here. But, um, yeah, look, The Punisher has just not been well done in a film yet. Yeah. And John, John Travolta's a terrible bad guy. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's a yeah. very cool character. I've read up on him uh, in a lot of books. He's like this quiet, sort of like assassin guy, kind of like Cable in the X-Men, um, but without all, I guess, yeah. that cyborg cyborg stuff. And he relies heavily on his weaponry and, and things like that. He, I think he'd make a great character for both a movie and a video game. It's just disappointing that no one's come along and has really found that core. I think the only way to do Punisher would be in a very noir sort of style, very hardcore, yeah. very... Like a Sin City? Yes, just like a Sin, Sin City. Uh, ma- maybe not in that uh, style, but very, you know, hardcore... Either that, or you do like a crossover, like a Wolverine featuring Punisher, sure. where Punisher is the villain. There was a Wolverine versus Punisher comic book series, for example. I heard that was very and, good, um, yeah. Yeah, um, I've only got the last one, so I'm not really sure how it all began. But um, in that, you know, you could have Punisher being a villain and sort of Wolverine fighting him the entire time. And, and I mean, Punisher's the kind of guy that's a bit of a vigilante as well. He's... Yeah. he's um, you know, going to cause trouble and blow people up if he thinks that and he's, he's punishing them, yeah. basically. And, yeah. and he's really hardcore. Like, I went on about this movie in a previous podcast, but Dread just wasted no time. A little bit of backstory, but the story just begins right away. And here we got the good guy versus the bad guy. I guess the, the best way to handle Punisher would be kind of like that. Don't worry too much about the exposition. Just begin it and make it for the fans, you know. Something really hardcore. What's the worst, Lloyd? Let's get to the nitty gritty. <laughs> um, What's for you? What's the worst? I want to just mention The Last Airbender, although I haven't seen it. It was based off a cartoon series uh, called Avatar. Of course, they couldn't call it Avatar. Avatar, it James yep. Cameron's film. Uh, but they made an adaptation of it, and I guess it's based on all these superheroes. I haven't actually even seen the series, but... Every- I, I've seen the series. It's a cartoon series, and everybody has a power like Earth and fire and stuff. Okay, it's so like Captain pa- Planet sort of thing. Very Captain Planet, but um, <laughs> they've got like ninja kind of powers, and uh, the um, 
the film Last Airbenders, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Yes, um, and every person I know who has loved that series, and they reckon it's one of the best cartoon series ever made, they have all hated, universally hated that film. Apparently M. Night Shyamalan didn't even watch the cartoon series um, when when making that movie, so he had no respect for it. Um, But for the worst superhero movie, I'd have to say Steel. Steel epitomises, like, the the studio's mindset to get to make a buck out of a person you know to really just use a person's name get it out there just so we can make a few dollars it really epitomizes everything that's bad about superhero movies where the people making it have no respect for the material have no respect for character and who just want to get something cheap something quick something you know just with a bit of explosions and get it out the way and Shaquille O'Neal's acting is not up to, <laughs> well, up to scratch. Shaquille O'Neal, I have nothing against the person. Apparently, he's one of the nicest guys. Everyone tells stories about how they met him, and he's a really, really nice guy. So I've got nothing against him as a person, but yeah, his acting is terrible. He's a basketball player. He's a part-time rapper. He's a video game guy, Shaq Fu. <laughs> he's not an actor. So. No. <laughs> Shaq Fu's worth a look, though, if people are interested. Um, for me... I think Batgirl is terrible. I think Catwoman is terrible. But I think I'm giving it to Green Lantern. I oh, think. really? That bad? Wow, okay. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's such a mess, this movie. And I think um, no amount of shirtless Ryan Reynolds and no amount of charming quick wit from him seems to save it. Do so you reckon Ryan me, Reynolds, Reynolds will recover from this? Like, this is the Van yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. He will, okay, sure. He'll be fine. I mean... He just needs to do a decent, serious film. Um, this is not going to define him. This is a paycheck movie. This is like George Clooney doing Batman. He's collecting a bunch of money and doing what's currently popular, isn't he? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, the film, superhero film I'm looking forward to most, which is the new X-Men, Days of Futures Past. And the reason I'm looking forward to X-Men, I've been an X-Men fan of the comic books, TV, cartoon, like, you know, everything that uh, I've been able to get my hands on back in 2000 or whatever it was, they made the film. And, um, you know, like the first sort of on-screen adaptation. And then we mentioned number three, X-Men 3, did we? Yep. Um, With the, you know, CGI and stuff. The amount of people they kill off in X-Men The Last Stand is uh, crushing for the series. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think and, I think um, judging just I still have not seen this movie uh, the first X-Men uh, reboot sorry the one on the Cuban Missile Crisis the one you just mentioned oh yeah the first class first class jeez there's so many of them now um, yeah first class I think with the uh, just with from what I heard uh, with reaction to that movie I think they're taking it in a proper direction like a really good direction yep. yeah well the the guys who play Patrick Stewart and um, Magneto which are Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy. Those guys um, are in the new film. Awesome. Reprising their roles. Also, Patrick Stewart is back and Ian McKellen is back as older Charles Xavier and Magneto. Hugh Jackman's actually going to be in this one as Wolverine. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, who just won the Oscar, is Mystique. Nicholas Hoult, who used to date Jennifer Lawrence and also um, was the kid in About a Boy. He's Beast again. Yep. Excellent. Also... Because it's a time travel movie, what they've done is they've been able to bring back people who've been killed off, bring back people from the original series. So Anna Paquin is back as Rogue, 
Ellen Page, who played Juno, is back as Shadowcat. Uh, I just want to mention kid- with Rogue, a lot of people on this Reddit post mentioned Rogue from X-Men. I don't know why she's so hated. <laughs> oh, look, I think her powers were underutilized. Oh, okay. you know, she, she, uh, she's super powerful. Um, but they just focused on the fact that she couldn't be touched and as a little girl yeah, rather than a woman. Yeah, the cartoon series, mind you, is, one, is a great, great series. Um, she is yeah. so powerful. She's like the main ace who handles yes. like, almost everything. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. In the comics, as a kid, she um, she sucks the power from somebody super powerful. I can't remember her name. It's like Miss Marvel or something. Um, I can't remember. But she sucks the power, almost kills her, um, taking all of her mutant powers, and so she can fly, and she's like really strong and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, from a young age. Um, but as well, Ellen Page, I mentioned she's back as Shadowcat. The kid who played Iceman, Sean yeah. Ashmore's back. Halle Berry will be playing Storm. Oh, awesome. James Marsden. She was a James great Marsden. Storm as well. She's cool. Yeah. James Marsden, who they killed off in the third one, is Cyclops. Um, they've also got the guy who played Colossus and Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones, but they haven't said what role he'll have yet. What a cast. Yeah, like it's a huge cast, huge film, and this this thing could be a monster hit. Yeah. Like it could, and it could bring back the whole franchise. <laughs> it, it could be the... Um, the Dark Knight for the X Men series. Let's you know, face like it, what killed the last stand is one person, Brian, uh, Brett Ratner. That, yeah. That's the facts. Like, it's all. Brian Singer did a fantastic job, particularly with X Men 2 with the drama and everything, because it was so well directed. X Men 3, they bring in Brett Ratner, who's a terrible director, who's only in there to make as much money as possible and get out. And I think he's even admitted that. And he's killed the whole franchise. Like, it's taken this whole prequel thing to really recover it which i think is a great direction but yeah well i think if this thing is played right with all the time travel and stuff you could resurrect all of these characters and have as many or as few as you want in the next one yes. you know yeah definitely oh good lo- well yeah i'm really looking forward to it and i hope they do really well because i love x-men i think it's a fantastic comic book series well, thank you to everyone who commented on Reddit. Yeah, thanks, guys. You guys um, are awesome. You guys are the funniest people. It's fantastic. We really enjoyed reading your comments. I think Lloyd will uh, do this again. We'll throw up another thing on Reddit yep. in the future and, um, you know, basically use it as a guide for one of our podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can always comment and find us through www.podmeifyoucan.com or uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podmeifyoucan, if you guys want to make a request. We're actually going to do one of our requests next episode. It's going to be Showgirls. Yay! The, uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas film. Oh, boy. And uh, that will be next week's episode. But uh, for now, thank you for listening. Yep. Thanks, guys. All the best. <laughs>